0: Welcome to part 2. I think series uh, good job and tips and tools to upgrade your life and career. So kung nagtatrabaho ka or if you plan to have a job or no matter what you do, I believe na apply ito sa ating uh buhay ng araw-araw because we are created by God to work. Ang Dios natin mis, ang Dios mismo nagtatrabaho. Tayo pa. Okay, and last week, I shared with you about your job is a blessing and a bridge. So everybody say blessing, blessing. and bridge. bridge. Okay, trabaho mo, blessing yan, hindi sumpa. Kaya iwasan natin yung pagri <laughs> you know, about our boss, about the job, about the company. And let's just say, having a job is a blessing. Okay? Buti na lang, hindi naman... Hindi naman tayo yung walang trabaho. Even if sometimes and this is the the point na minsan kailangan na magsimula sa trabaho na hindi yan yung ideal job. Meron tayong nasa isib na yung ideal job. And sometimes you don't just start there kaagad. Fresh grad hindi naman pwedeng mag-apply as CEO. Eh, syempre, sa baba, ka. And before you can go higher, kailangan establish in your character and in your work skills and in your attitude. Kailangan ng Dios na ma-establish sa atin na mga foundations, some attitudes and some work ethics, okay ba? And so as we're doing the job, if we are faithful and do a good work, if we do a good job and keep a good attitude tungkol sa trabaho, then I believe that God will raise you up to the next level. Kaya ang trabaho natin, ah, it's a bridge to another side. A bridge na kung saan pwede mag-cross over tayo sa mas magandang trabaho. Ako, eh, nung nagtatrabaho ako as a pizza delivery boy. Yan ang ginawa ko noon. I work delivering pizzas. Doon ako natutunan, kasi napaka... Uh, baba ang position na yan. Walang sahod, pu- puro commissions. And at that time, I was younger and nag-struggle ako sa aking identity. Kung sino ba talaga si Team Warden? Ako ba, am I, uh, am I a poor or rich? Am I a middle? Am I educated or illiterate? Am I uh, like this? So nag-struggle ako kung sino ako. Parang yung career identity ba? Magulo. Nagugulo na ako noon. And ang work na nakakapaghanap ko is only as a pizza uh, delivery. And that's the time God taught me. God had to teach me through that very humble uh, season ng buhay ko that your job is not who you are. Your job is just what you do. Huwag mong idikit ang trabaho mo sa identity mo. At huwag nating bunutin ang ating, or uh, kunin ang ating identity basi sa trabaho. So, you know, sometimes if you have a good job, masasabi mo, I'm, a, I'm an architect. You know, ako isang, uh, you know sino ka? Oh, siya, siya si doctor ganito. Siya si engineer ganyan. Or minsan, they would say, ako isang market vendor. Or isang, uh, Tricycle driver. O kung anong ginagawa mo, o paan, ang problema doon is, paano kung natanggal ka sa trabaho? Ibig sabihin, mawawala din ang identity mo? Kung ikaw ay nagbabase ng identity mo doon sa trabaho mo, you will have a struggle in your self-worth. You will feel like a nobody. You will feel unworthy and unwanted and unacceptable. Unlike, pag ihiwalay natin ang trabaho, yan ang ating ginagawa, that's hanap buhay, okay yan, but that's not who I am. I am a child of God. I am beloved by the Lord. I am accepted in Christ. I am a new creation. I am forgiven. I am accepted and loved. So on and on, dito sa Biblia ho tayo, magukuha ng ating identity kung sino ka. Not from your job. And the job also is very important uh, natin. The job is just a venue. It's just a... Write this down. Maybe you should write this down. My job is a venue where my life mission can happen. So, ang trabaho mo ay hindi life mission mo. Kundi, ang trabaho natin, that is the venue, the place na kung saan matutupad ang ating life mission. nakuhunya niya? Naintingin So, if you are working as a teacher, God has a mission for your life. Sana akuin mo ang mission na to honor God and deliver his benefits. That's the mission of my life. That's the mission of this church. And as you are focused on your life mission, more focused a life mission than focused a career. career ka, but that's not your life mission. That is the venue. That is the blessing ni God sa buhay mo. That's the stage the platform na kung saan nagaganap na ang life mission mo. You can fulfill your life mission at your work. If you're a teacher, you share Christ sa mga iba pang teachers. Katawagan ng Dios na if you're a housewife, then maybe your life mission is raising your children and, raise, and sharing the gospel with your neighbors. If you're a tricycle driver, a carpenter, a government employee, office worker, doon sa iyong pagpasok Sa work every day, whatever you're doing. That is the place, that is the venue where you can do your life mission. That's where your life mission can happen. Everybody say, My job, job is, a is a venue. That's the time and place. But that's not our life mission. You know, there was um, a scripture over here. In Matthew chapter, I mean, uh, Acts chapter 18, in verse 3 to 4. And it says that Paul was a tent maker. Kalamo pastor Si Paul? No? He's an apostle, but actually made trabajo sha. Most of the time. Ito sabi niya. He's a tent maker. Okay? Siguro, uh, nung panahon hindi usong hollow blocks for their houses. Most people. Had tents. And yan ang ba'ainila. So he was a tent maker. So he stayed and worked with them. And every Sabbath day, possibly yan day off niya, every Sabbath day, he, Paul went to the synagogue and talked with both Jews and Greeks, trying to persuade them to believe in Jesus. Ginawani Paul is, he used his work as a way to meet people and fulfill his life calling. dun sa kanyang uh, trabaho. Paul had met co-workers who were also tent makers and he was teaching them about Jesus. Ginagawa ba natin ito? Sa Sa trabaho mo, are you living your life mission there? Or Sundays lang kang nagbibigay ng pansin sa spiritual life mo. Alam mo, God has more for your life mission than Sunday morning. Doon pin ang life mission mo sa work. Doon ka makakapag-share ng benefits ng Dios sa co-workers, sa boss, sa mga cliente. Sa tuwing pagpasok every day, that's where God will grow you spiritual. It's not just Sunday that you are spiritual. You are a spirit being and you can be spiritual every day at work. So if you're washing the dishes, do it with the best quality. If you're, you know, if you're, uh, as a janitor, huwag going janitor ang mentality mo. Magwalis but your mentality is like CEO. I'm a manager. Kung ikaw ay tagalinis CR, then you're the CR manager. Amen. Mayroong panibagong term, kitchen technician. dishwasher. <laughs> kitchen, I'm a kitchen technician. You know? I, I just want to say that whatever you do, whatever level of work that you are doing, Give it your best. Do it as if you're working for the Lord. Because your life mission will happen there. I want, to watch, I want you to watch this video. A video clip interviewing yung pinakasikat na athlete sa America ngayon. Ang pangalan niya si Tim... Warden, no, not Warden. Tim Tebow. Tim Thiebaud. At sumikat siya naging viral sa internet yung kanyang gesture na tuwing gumawa siya ng magandang play sa football, luluhod siya at magpa siya na sandali. And lahat ng mga cameras, the national TV, lahat ng news cameras, zo-zoom dun sa kanya habang siya nagpa-pray. And kahit na... Hindi ito uh, Christian uh, world, this is a secular job. Yung career niya bilang athlete has nothing to do with church, has nothing to do with God. Pero ginagamit niya ang kanyang position, ang kanyang work as the avenue, yung platform na kung saan binabroadcast niya ang kanyang faith in Jesus Christ. At Hindi niya kinakahiya ang kanyang Savior. Doing may nag interview sa kanya, nationwide television. And lahat ng mga, lalo ng mga lalaki, mga football fans, ang taming fans, parang kung ganong kasikat si Manny Pacquiao dito sa Pilipinas, ganong kasikat siya sa America. And he will always, kahit iba, kahit anong question about yung work niya, about football, about yung mga kalaban niya, whatever, laging maghahanap siya ng paraan para sumingit about yung faith niya in Jesus Christ and to talk about yung life mission niya. Watch these latest interviews ni Tim Thibault.
1: You, you have gone four and one. You're the starting quarterback of this team that has changed its offense in order to make you as successful as possible. You have done it. You have done it in just five starts this season and I would
0: this has dawned upon you,
1: you? Well, you know, it is very exciting, and we're very excited about you and the wins that we've been able to put together. But I think, you know, in what you're alluding to earlier, you know, just with the support and everything, I think, you know, the greatest thing for me is we play a game out here, and we're very passionate, as you could see me playing out there today.
0: CTM si Tibo Pinang-anak, actually sa Philippines, kasi yung tatay niya I'm a missionaries, so lumaki siya sa Manila. And, ngayon uh, mayaman na siya, kasi, professional football player na siya, millionaire, and he's now building f- hospitals. He's building the first hospital in uh, Davao no? for the poor and needy children. Sarili niyang pera, agagamitin niya. And he said, football, that's my career. Definitely, yan ang hanap buhay ko, but that is not and I'm passionate about it I love it but that's more to life than that job he says my real purpose in life and the bangit niya yung mission statement to honor god said, to bring faith hope and love and influence the next generation so very focused although he's a great player football player he's successful sa kanyang career pero ang tunay na focus niya ay higit pa doon sa trabaho niya Ang focus niya doon sa kanyang life mission. Ang katawagan niya ng Diyos. And in his work, that's just the place where he can do it. Nagbibigay ng platform sa kanya to influence people in a higher level. Isn't that great? You know, God will give you, if you're focused doon sa life mission mo, rather than just Ah, I just want to hanap buhay. Kung 'yan ang focus mo, laging parang obsessed tayo sa trabaho, sa trabaho. Kung yan ang focus mo, you will be limited. But if your focus is on your life mission, your calling in life to honor God and build his kingdom. Seek his kingdom first, then God will bring you opportunities. God will put you in position of favor. God will support you because yan ang kanyang katawagan. That's His plan for you. Uh, Yan ang kanyang uh, plan and mission for your life. So I want you to focus on your life mission and go to work as if you're going on a mission. And I want you to be ready because your time is coming. Your promotion is coming. Your increase is coming. Sinabi ko noon na, You will get the attention of people. Your boss will wonder kung bakit ka masipag na ganyan. Your co-workers will see that you're getting a higher position, more responsibilities, promotions, because nagtatapat ka sa small things, sa smaller level. And so write this down now, please. In every job... Whatever, kung anong trabaho mo, even if you're a student, housewife, whatever, in every job, I can do more than expected. And yun po ang ating focus ngayon sa topic na ito, doing more than expected. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, do more than expected. Yeah. Colossians chapter 3, in verse 24 and 23 Paul says, Servants obey your masters in everything. Obey all the time, even when they can't see you. Don't just pretend to work hard so that they will treat you well. No, you must serve your masters honestly because you respect the Lord. In Didail, you respect your boss. It's because you respect the Lord. And he says in all the work you are given do the best you can. So I'll do my best. As work as though you are working for the Lord. Imagine kung si Jesus ang boss mo. late, mong sloppy? No, work as though you are working for the Lord, not any earthly master. And remember that you will receive your reward. Hindi nagpapalugi ang Diyos. You will receive a reward. There is a reward coming for those who do more than expected. If you are not doing your best, you are holding yourself down. You're limiting yourself we withhold ka ng best, kung sa kaya ng capacity mo to give and do your best at work. If you're not working with all your strength, all your might, then you will prolong your present situation. You will keep yourself at your current level and end up in a life of either mediocrity or even failure. Giving your best is the requirement of a Christian worker. Because you don't work for man. You work for God. Amen. So we give the best to God. We honor Him. Not just on Sunday morning, habang tayo nakaupo, nakikinig sa masa, o sa, sa, sa No, you give your best at work, at home. Minsan pinagtimpla ako ni Bambi ng kanyang gatas. Okay, so, alam mo naman, minsan, pwede ba sabihin nito? Wala si Bambi dito. So. Ani gatas ko. Pakitimpla mo. Okay, so, titimpla ko. And, uh, kasi, busy din ako. May ginagawa. So, pinaspas, pas, pas lang. Pas, pas. Okay, quick. And then, yung gatas is mayroong parang, kumbaga sloppy. Doon sa gilid may drip. Yung, yung glass, pag hinawakin niya, malagkit. Kasi yung, yung gatas is... Uh, so when I gave it to her, she said, It's not excellent. <laughs> Sabi niya, You're an excellent man. And this is not your best. I know you can do excellent. So, <laughs> <laughs> ako, <nga> eh. <laughs> Parang yung binigay ko sa kanya, much, much less than my standard. I could make it nice. So I took her glass back. And then, kumuha kum- 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 <laughs> ng tissue, and pinung... And kong nagpunas ako, even on the inside, and I brought it back to her, you know, yung talagang malinis, as if ordered sa restaurant, yung, yung ganon And so, I just realized that in, even in simple household chores, we need to work as if we're working for Jesus. Kung pinagtimpla ng gata gatas, ang misis mo, as if Jesus is the one receiving your service are you following me you know honey uh, honey sabigo you can you uh, massage my back you know and so she's good pag bambi as if she's massaging the lord jesus christ and i just believe that we need to give our best otherwise we're going to be mediocre mediocre yung parang so-so and i want to share with you a story from the bible some of the stories in the Bible have lessons we can learn. This one is a story of isang babae na napaka-average. Mahirap sila. Parang Cinderella story ito. Alam yung parang rags to riches. Isang babae, ang pangalan niya, Becky. Becky, okay? Nickname yan. She's Rebecca. Okay, so, siya yung... Uh, si Becky... See, Abraham, at that time, was the richest man in the country. Bakit? Kasi God blessed him. God prospered him. Ang kanyang mga animals, lumalago, dumami, and God's covenant kay Abraham was, I will bless those who bless you. And I will curse those who curse you. I will make a great nation out of you. So, dito si Abraham hindi niya kayang gawin ng palpak kasi dala-dala niya yung blessing ni God sa kanyang buhay, sa kanyang work everything he does is blessed so, and if you know the story 99 years old siya nakaraon siya ng first na anak niya si Isaac that was the miracle child because nakabuntis uh, siya at 99 years old and his wife, Sarai, was 90 years old and she gave birth at 90 years old. Matindi, ano? And this was the miracle son. Yung tagapagmana ng covenant ng Dios. This was so... He's the chosen one. And uh, binata na siya. And so Abraham is already old. Sinabi niya kay, kay Ellie, yung kanyang pinaka-trusted na helper. Sabi niya, Ellie... Pumunta pumunta ka sa ganitong bayan, sa hometown ng mother mo, uh, ng mother ni Isaac, and maghanap ka ng tamang babae na maging asawa para kay Isaac. And so, when he traveled to this town, the servant was praying for God's guidance to find the right woman to become the wife of yung anak ni Abraham, si Isaac. So, para ituloy natin yung story, Manood na lang tayo ng drama.
1: Okay. Lord, anong gagawin ko? Grabe na. Pagod na pagod na ako, Lord. Lord, tulungan mo naman ako eh. Inutusan ako ng amo kong si Abraham na maghanap ng mapapangasawa. Uh, yung kanyang anak na si Isaac. Lord, hindi ko po talaga alam kung anong gagawin ko. Iguayon naman po ako para makita ko si Miss Wright para kay Isaac. Ay, Lord, ganito na lang. Kasi, merong may, balon dito, at kung sino man yung babaeng magsasalok ng tubig dito, at uh, magpapainom sa akin, at siyempre hindi lang yun, magpapainom din sa mga sampung kamelyo ko, at magpapakain, Siya po yung uh, tamang babae na pinili niyo para ka Isaac. Lord, dingin nyo po ang, ang, ang aking panalangin. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord, uhaw na, uhaw na ako. Lahay pa nilakbay ko. Miss! Miss, uh, pahingi naman ng tubig. Uhaw na, uhaw na ako. Please, pahingi. Miss! Lord, maghihintay ako. Lord, sana ito na po. Miss, Miss, pahingi naman ng tubig, oh. Uhaw na, uhaw na ako. Kailangan ko lang talaga ng tubig.
2: May for sale doon, sa store. Bili ka na lang.
1: Ma- miss, malayo pa yun. Nag- naglakbay ako mal- sa malayong lugar. Um, sige na naman, isang baso lang.
2: Basta, bilika na lang doon.
1: Lord, tulungan mo naman ako. Sige na, Lord. Please. Please, miss. miss? Uh, please, bigyan mo na ako ako ng isang basong tubig. Talagang uhaw na, uhaw na ako. Kung hindi mo ako bibigyan, baka ma-dehydrate na ako. Sige na nga. Sal- salamat, salamat. Minis, pununa pununa, puno, na, puno na. Ar- Ang arte, oh. Salamat, dah, Salamat sa tubig. Lord, uh, bakit? Lasang lupa. Ano na ngayon?
2: Ang arte, nangihini na lang tubig?
1: Ano, ano yun? Tubig na nga, galing sa well. Malinis. La- lasang lupa. Lord, Lord, sana ito na po yung hinahanap kong para kay Isa ako. Ah, Miss! 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 Wait lang! Bigyan mo naman ako ng tubig. Kanina pa kumihingi sa mga babaeng naglalakad-lakad dito. Hindi pa nila ko binibigyan.
2: Ah, sure, sir. Uh, may baso ko dito,
1: oh. Wow, laki. Tamang-tama to sa akin.
2: Saka may ice pa.
1: Wow, selamat. Roy selamat. Ano yun?
2: Wait lang, maestro ka pa oh.
1: Wow, grabe. Eh, ihaw selamat sa bini mo, selamat sa tubig.
2: Ah, uh, sir, mukhang uhaw narin rin po yung mga camels nyo. Ah, uh, pwede ko rin po ba silang bigyan ng tubig? Tsaka, may dala rin po akong mga pagkain dito para sa kanila.
1: Tamang-tamang dudutin mo kasi kasama ko rin sila nang uh, kasama ko sila naglakbay, lockby mararoroon ang uh, kanyang, uh, kanilang narating. So, pakainin mo na sila at painumin, sige na. Ay, salamat Lord. Alam ko Lord, ito na ibabaeing uh, pinagdasin. kain sa'yo. na kayo Maka, mga sa'am.
2: camels. Ayan, ang ka-cute nyo naman. Ayan. Ay, naku, mga uhaw, ka? nang inuhaw kayo ng Paita. amo Paita. nyo. <sighs> ah, sir, gusto niya dagdagan ka ba yung water nyo?
1: Ah, hindi na, kasi laki nito. Sapat na, sapat na to sa akin. At ah, saka, miss, anong pangalan mo? At ah, taga saan ka? At taga saan ka? At meron ka na boyfriend? At anong sukat ng uh, daliri mo para sa isang singsing?
2: Ikaw naman sir, tanda-tanda ako muna eh. bata pa ako. Ano ba?
1: Hindi, hindi ako yun, adding. Alam mo, I would like to introduce to you my master's son, siya si Isaac. Alam mo, kasi kanina pray ako, Lord, sana makita ko na yung uh, tamang babae para kay Isaac. At nakita kita 'yon yun, uh, binigyan mo ko ng tubig, alam mo. Ang uh, isang kagaya mo, ang tinitignan ko para kay Isaac quality ka, at hindi lang yun. Talagang, you're attentive to details, at hindi lang yun. You render speed service. Alam mo, sa panahon ngayon, makakakita ka ba ba ng, uh, mga, ng isang babaeng katulad mo?
2: Ikaw man sir. Uh, sige, come with me and introduce sa father ko.
1: Oh, sige, uh, alay ka na.
0: Okay, this story, actually, makikita mo yan sa Genesis chapter uh, 24. Genesis chapter 24. So yan yung ginawa natin ang drama. And then, Rebecca was one who had a spirit of doing more than expected. She didn't just only give water, she fed pa the camels. And one camel can drink a hundred liters of water. And that was, I think, ten camels. Matindi tong babae nito to carry the water for ten camels with a hundred liters of water each. Um, there's three things that I want to share with you. You can write this down. Na sa career, sa job, and ma apply ito sa kahit saan sa work and life mo. And this is three things that will give you superior performance. Letter A, John, is excellent quality. Letter B, attention to details, and letter C is speedy service. Excellent quality, attention to details, and speedy service. Yan ang ginawa ni Rebecca, okay? Quality, kasi she really gave water and speedy, kasi binabahin niya ka agad and attention to details na kikita niya yung mga needs. And I believe that higit sa lahat, Rebecca had an attitude of doing more than is expected. And let me tell you something, God blesses those who do more than expected. Um, siguro hindi akala ni Rebecca that day, that this is the day she will actually find a husband. Hindi niya akalain na this is the day and this is... Yung ginagawa niya is she's just doing her job. She's just going about her daily affairs, doing her normal job. But she did not realize that those camels would lead her to her life destiny. That doing more than enough would connect her to a breakthrough, to wealth and prosperity. Sino sa inyo I maybe you're a single woman and you're wondering if I'll ever be married someday? You know, just be quality. Just give attention to details. Just give speedy service in your work. Just serve as unto the Lord. And you will be surprised how God will bridge you to your life mission and your destiny. God can bring you where you need to be. But we need to have an attitude of doing more than expected. in the process of doing your work with excellence, God is preparing you for a great breakthrough to another level. Um, we need to be doing more than expected even if walang nakatingin sa inyo. Even if no one is watching. Because remember, we serve God, not man. And... I believe that nagmana si Jacob yung attitude neto. Jacob was the son of Rebekah, Rebekah and Isaac had two children, na twins, pa, Jacob and Esau. And when sila ng family problem, miscommunication, Jacob was naglayas, pumunta doon sa ibang bansa kung saan the yung distant relative, relative uncle. uncle and this uncle, Laban, ang kanyang pangalan, hindi siya uh, generous, hindi siya mabait. He's a wicked, evil guy. Madamot siya. But doon tumira si Jacob, sa kanyang uncle. And habang and doon siya, na in love siya sa anak ni Laban, si Rachel. Na in love siya doon. And so, he, lumapit siya kay Laban, he said, I want to marry your daughter. I'm in love with your daughter. And he said, if you want to marry Rachel... It will cost you seven years working for me for free. Walang sahod. Seven years magtrabaho ka sa akin at lahat ng sahod mo mapunta sa akin and because of love pumayag si Jacob. So dun siya sa kanyang uncle magtatrabaho siya faithfully serving at sabi sa Biblia Dahil kay Jacob God blessed Laban because Jacob ay nagmana sa kanyang nanay, he had this attitude of doing more than expected. He was handling the mga hayop. So, tumami sila. He was handling the affairs ng, ng kanyang ranch and actually, everything that Jacob touched turned to prosperity. Everything he was doing, it just had God's blessing and God's favor doon. Kung ikaw ay Uh, isang anak ng Dios, faithful ka, doing more than expected, kahit nasa bad job ka, God will bless you. God will bless the employer. I believe that the day is coming. Unto ang vision ko, itong dream ko. Parating na ang panahon na ang dol, ang peso, yung mga organizations na, ang, ang mga companies, I tatawag dito sa SFCC, looking for employees to hire. Because kakalat ang reputation ng mga Kristiyano, na workers, na employees, that when you hire a Christian, hindi mo alam kung paano, but the profits go up. And the overhead expenses go down. Walang pilferage, walang palpak, walang loss. I just believe the day is coming when this community, this city of San Fernando, will say, because of this Christian employee, God is blessing our company. God is blessing us. And did you know that after seven years, so, dapat, na kasal na. So, ginawa ng kalokohan si Laban. Nung panahon, ang uso noon is sa wedding day, mayroong veil, may harang. So, hindi niya, hindi nakita ni Jacob na, Pinalit ni Laban yung babae. Hindi pala si Rachel ang pinadalasa wedding, kundi yung mas matandang yung ate ni Rachel. Yung medyo matanda na siguro hindi maganda ang hindi siya walang itsura, kaya nakatago. And they were married. Kinubukasan lang nalaman ni Jacob na hindi pala ito si Rachel. And then sabi ni Laban, ganun-ganun talaga sa Amen Ang mas matanda dapat mauna magasawa, So kung gusto mo si Rachel na maging asawa mo, that will cost you another seven years. Free work, no, no sahod, and you know, true love waits. So nag ulit si Jacob working again for another seven years. Okay, so mga binata dito na nagworking working hard, for seven years to fin- finally marry the woman that he's in love with. And all the time that he's working, the Bible says, God blessed Laban. L- I Just look at this verse. This is right over here. This is found in Genesis chapter um, 30. Genesis chapter 30, verse 27. Laban said to him, Please stay if I have found favor in your eyes. For I have learned by experience. I have learned by experience that the Lord has blessed me for your sake. See, the Lord will bless people because of you. And so after 14 years Jacob gave another six years. This time, with pay. Pero, ganun pa rin ang pagtrato ni Laban kay Jacob. Pabago-bago yung sahod, late, delayed. Minsan, uh, sabi sa Bible, ten times binago niya yung agreed upon wages. So, Lugisi si Jacob kay Laban, but because of God, Yumaman pa Parensi si Jacob. And Jacob actually became more wealthy than his boss. He became wealthier than Laban. And Laban was jealous. So Laban was trying to persecute him. And Jacob said, I'm leaving. Sabi niya, I've been working for you. Dahil sa akin, naging mayaman ka. Ngayon, it's time for me to provide for my own house. But the point here is, Jacob had an attitude of doing more than expected. And God blessed him. God prospered him. God promoted him. (laughs) Nagsimula siya sa zero. But God blessed him and prospered him. And then again, that attitude (laughs) I pumasa sa kanyang anak. Jacob had 12 sons isang anak doon, ang pangalan niya si Joseph. And Joseph was the favorite, but Joseph was the source of jealousy sa mga, anak, sa mga kapatid niya. So the brothers conspired to sell Joseph bilang isang slave. So si Joseph, dinala sa ibang bansa bilang alipin, na kung saan, he started with zero. But even bilang alipin, Sa isang Egyptian, Joseph had the father's spirit in him, doing more than expected. Anong ginawa ni Joseph? Imagine, ikaw isang slave. Inutusan siya. Slave, maghugas ka ng pinggan dyan. Sir, tapos na. Mabilis mo ah. O sige, magdadamo ka kajan, Punta ka, labas ka, magdadamo. Sir, tapos na rin. Hindi. Hindi ko sinabi iyo magdadamo. Ganyan lang ako sinabi. Sir, nakita ko, kailangan. Sige. Uh, gawin mong ganito, gawin mong ganyan. Sir, tapos na rin. Alam mo, he had this attitude of doing more than expected. Working even when hindi nakatingin sa kanya ang boss niya. Even nakatalikod ang boss, he's still working because the Bible says that Joseph had the hand of the Lord with him. The Lord was with Joseph and prospered him even though he was in the wrong job. Slave was not God's will for his destiny. Slave was not his best job. That's not his final destination. Pero dinaanan niya yung season na kung saan he was a slave, no salary, bad working conditions, but still, God was with him. And he had the attitude of doing more than expected. And the Bible says that eventually, kinuha, ang Egyptian master niya, kinuha si Joseph to live inside his house. You don't bring a slave to live in your house. Pero Joseph became so trusted, so dependable. His work in his job was so excellent. Speedy service, attention to details. That... She actually naging bahagi ng household ng isang senior government official sa Egypt. Pangalan niya si Potiphar. And Joseph did such good work that the Bible says, look at this, this is Genesis in chapter 39. Genesis chapter 39 in verse 2 and 6. It says that the Lord was with Joseph. And he was a successful man. Now, remember, he's a slave. But the the Bible says he was a successful man. Can you be successful even if you're a la bandera, katulong, driver? Yes, you can. If the Lord is with you and you have a spirit of doing more than expected. God is with you. God will promote you and bring you to higher responsibilities. It says, he was a successful man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Listen. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. Hindi lang, yeah, God's with me. Oh, sempre God's with me. Christian ako, believer ako, hanggang dun lang. It was obvious, even sa mga non-believers... Halatang halata, this guy has anointing. This worker has something kakaiba. It says his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. Kumbaga, ang sabi nila, whatever he touches turns to gold. And it says here that Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. Then he made him overseer of his house. And all that he had, he put under his authority. And the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. What if God blesses your company? (inaudible) muski ang company owners mo ay evil, corrupt, madamot, low salary, What if God blessed, still blessed, the company? Dahil sayo. Only because you're working there. The favor of God is in the office. The favor of God is on that company. I just believe that. It says here that the blessing of the Lord was on all that He had, in His house and in the field. And he left all that he had in Joseph's hand and did not know what he had except for the bread which he ate. Ibig sabihin, yung master niya, wala siyang problema kahit sa lahat ng management, ng administration. Ang concern lang ng master is, anong merienda ko? Gan, ganun lang, kasi lahat ng kanyang business affairs nasa kamay ni Joseph. Because Joseph had an attitude of doing more than expected. And then, Joseph was falsely accused of sexual harassment. Hindi totoo, but he was accused, kaya walang choice. Pinakulong siya. And habang siya'y nasa kulungan, akala, akala ng mga ibang tao is Joseph is finished, God is not with him, kawawa naman siya, inaasahan niya ng promotion, but he got Fired. He's even made a prisoner now. Wala siyang future. But even while in prison, Joseph still consistent having the attitude doing more than expected. And the Bible says that while he was in prison, ganun din ang experience niya. He helped the prison be a better place. He, be, he got the attention of the warden, the, the general of the prison system. And it says over here in Genesis chapter 39 verse 22. The warden put Joseph in charge of all the other prisoners. Okay? Prisoner Shah. But Joseph was in charge. And over everything that happened in the prison. Sa so ibang version it says, Whatever was done there, he was the one who did it. And the chief jailer did not supervise anything under Joseph's charge, because the Lord was with him, and whatever he did, the Lord made to prosper. Mga kapatid, God notices those who do more than expected. And God will bless and prosper you, when you have that. Um, now, Joseph was eventually, dahil sa galing Eventually, nalaman ng Pharaoh, yung king, yung hari ng Egypt. And he hired Joseph. Got him out of prison, hired him to work, and Joseph had creative ideas. Joseph had God's favor on him. And Joseph made the Pharaoh the wealthiest man in the world. At dahil sa organization, dahil sa work ni Joseph, Egypt became the superpower of that generation. Dahil kay Joseph. So God will notice you, God will honor you, God will bless you, God will promote you, God will make people recognize you when you are doing more than expected for His glory. Now, 14 generations later, so you have Rebecca, Rebecca, Yung anak niya si Jacob doing more than expected. Nagmana si Joseph doing more than expected. Hanggang sa 14 generations later, there was a man, isa sa mga kanilang descendants, isa sa mga relatives na great-great-great-great-great-grandson. Ang pangalan niya, Obed-Edom. Okay? Can you say Obed-Edom? Obed. See, si Obed-Edom, taga isang province, doon lang siya sa barrio. And it so happens that in those days, King David was in route going back to the capital city, kay Jerusalem. And dala dala nila yung Ark of the Covenant. Yung Ark represents the presence of God. The Ark was the presence of God sa kanilang camp na kung saan, basta kasama nila yung Ark of God's presence, everything would succeed laging panalo sa mga digmaan, laging prosperous, and so they were carrying the Ark of God. Just like sa atin, in our Christian world today, the new Ark for us is Jesus Christ. He is our bridge to the relationship kay God. Minsan, siguro tinatamad nila sa pagbubuhat ng Ark, so linagay doon sa isang cart na may mga gulong. And bawal yun. They're supposed to carry it in the proper way. Hindi nila ginawa. Dahil siguro masyadong familiar na, tinatamad na. Minsan ba do we treat the presence of God like that? Minsan ba tinatamad din mag We treat God as ordinary, dishonor His presence. And na yung worship time, and na yung presence ni God. Tinatamad, wala lang. You know, what happened doon sa cart na kung saan linagay nila yung Ark of the Covenant doon, hindi smooth yung daan, and the cart started to fall. And the Ark was falling. One man tried to touch it, to help. Patay. Instantly namatay siya. Dahil hinawakan niya yung Ark of God's presence. walang galang. walang respect and honor sa presence ni God. So, lahat sila parang na-burn na out sila, natakot sila, na, na, nawala na sila ng gaana na magworship kasama ng Ark. So ang ginawa nila, David, tinabi nila yung Ark, iniwan doon sa bahay ni Obed-Edom. Doon sa barrio, doon lalabas, linagay doon sa bahay niya. Abwa! For three months, nagstay yung Ark doon sa bahay ni Obed-Edom. And God blessed Obed-Edom and his house and everything he owned was blessed. Imagine if the ark of God's presence is in your house. Do you think your house will be blessed? His house was so blessed. It says that the Lord blessed him and everything he owned because of the ark. Siguro, habang adun yung ark of God's presence, wala sa kanila ay nakasakit. Siguro habang andiyan, laging may bunga ang kanilang banana tree. Siguro habang andoon yung ark of God's presence, hindi nila alam kung kung bakit basta wal hindi nag-aaway si Mr. at si Mrs. Wow. Ang mga anak enthusiastically sumusunod sa mga utos. Laging masarap ang pagkain. Laging may budget. When God's presence is in your house, you and your family and everything you own will prosper. So do not dishonor the presence of God. tayo ng halaga sa mahalaga. And I'm just saying that Obed-Edom was so blessed, narinig ni David what happened. David, King David learned that Obed-Edom is prospering dahil sa ark. Dati, nag sila. Dati, ordinary family. Dati, naga, naga nahihirapan sila. But now, they're rich. They're happy. They're healthy. They're prospering. So David said, <laughs> let's, go, let's go back to God. So bumalik si David, kinuha niya yung ark. Sorry, sorry, Obed-Edom. I have to take this to the capital city. So, dinala niya yung ark doon sa city of David, sa Jerusalem. See si Obed-Edom, once na matikman mo yung sarap sa presence ni God, you become addicted. Once you really are touched by the Lord in worship, you never want to go back to the old style of playing music and singing video key and Wala na! Because Natikman ko na yung sarap sa ng I want to be in God's presence. You know, once you feel the fellowship and the love and the acceptance with God's people, your priorities change. Your relationships change. Everything that you value and care about is. Starts moving in the direction of God's presence, God's kingdom, God's people, God's purposes, and yana nangyari kay Obed Edom kaya lumipat siya. He left that barrio and moved to the city of David, where he could be near the Ark. Alam mo nangyari yun dito sa San Fernando Christian Community. Nangyari yun. Now there were people that naging members dito t- t- sa church tagabawang South Bawang, malayo sa barrio marami, actually sila Ellen, sila Brian La isa yon. that family nung naging members sila sa church they even left their house pina-rent out yung bahay nila at lumipat dito sa tapat ng church bakit? Because they wanted to be close to the worship of God's presence, the, and then after that they moved there. There, basa lipat sila, maraming bases na sa bagyo na silang ayon. But every time they wanted to find a place, the number one requirement is musta malapit sa center. Ganon din sila Miket Picket family, di ba? Maya, dati sila sa ano? Anong barangay ba yon? Pagdalagan kung saan sa lumipat din dito. Sila Polly, nanay Polly, yan lumipat sila dito. Sila Mila, Mila lumipat dito. Si Seth and 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 Amy, they even bought land. Sina Sinajang naghanap sila ng lupa malapit sa center and put up their house yan sa Village Santiago, malapit sa Village Santiago, para lang malapit sa presence ni God. Because I don't want to miss out, I want late. I want to center. Gusto ko active, and yun ang ugali ni Obed Edom. He wanted to be doing more than expected in God's presence. So, alam mo, habang andon sila sa Jerusalem, they needed someone sa temple worship, kasi they twenty-four-seven, uh, someone who can be a janitor. Ang tawag sa Bible, the word in the Bible is a porter. A porter. P-O-R-T-E-R. Porter. Isang general handyman all around, tagalinis, tagabantay ng do- Parang doorman at the same time janitor. And guess who volunteered to be the porter? Obed Edom. Dahil natikman niya yung presence ni God. He wanted to serve near the ark. And then, the time came when they were looking for people to be on the praise and thank the Lord team. Because worship nila doon to praise and thank the Lord 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, around the clock. Mayro naka assign na tao groups of people to praise and thank the Lord all the time. So yung kanilang worship around the ark was open 24 7. Always, any time of the day, there's people praising and thanking the Lord. Sana ganon din tayo, no? Dito tayo sa SFCC, we're open from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m., 7 days a week. But I'm dreaming of the day we will have it 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. I believe that if Satan is working his work 24-7... Dapat tayo din bilang isang army of the Lord Jesus Christ. We should also be 24-7. Praising and thanking the Lord. Don't you believe that? So guess who volunteered to be on the praise and thank the Lord team? obed Edom, Taas ang kamay. Ako! Ako! I'll volunteer. I'll praise the Lord. I'll thank the Lord. Okay? Darating din ang Sunday na mag, mag-ask ako sa inyo. Who will volunteer to be? and the 3 o'clock a.m. shift to praise and thank the Lord. And I believe that someone will say, Ako, ako, I'll praise and thank the Lord kahit anong oras, basta bigyan ako ng I want to praise the Lord. Because when you taste the Spirit of God, and when you get into His presence, you become addicted. And you want to be in God's presence all the time. Kung maari lang, mayroong church service every day lang, I want to just come early and stay late. And I believe that will happen. Some of you will volunteer, and you will even mag siguro na, not really. But you will inaagawan na yung, I want to praise and thank the Lord. I want to be the one on duty. And you know, the time came when they were... Uh, getting assistance for the choir in Jerusalem. This is all, I'm just paraphrasing this, but makikita mo lahat in 1 Chronicles 15-16. and 16. But there was now the choirs that were assigned by David. The Levites were the singers. And then they had to look for backup singers. And the Bible says, second class worship team. If this is the... The, the second degree. Kumbaga, yung first rank, sila yung mga talagang may bosses. Sila yung magaling. Now we need somebody to be in the backup. Yung parang ano, yung medyo, yung medyo ewan. Okay, the second class worship team. Guess who's put their hand up to volunteer? Obed, Edom. I'll be a singer. I will, I will be in the backup. Even if wala sa akin yung camera... Even if wala akong microphone, basta, I want to be near God's presence. Ganon ka enthusiastic siya? So, nako, ba my ministry ka na? You're the porter, you're the doorman, you're the janitor. You're on the praise and thank the Lord team. Yes, but you don't understand. My family is being changed. We're blessed. We're not in debt. We're not sick. I want to be. Doing more than expected because God is doing more for me. Then again, Sumali Pashasa, harp team. Maran silang mga harp, musical instruments, harp and lyre. Let me be, I wanna play the harp. I can just imagine the chief musician would say, Can you really play the harp? No, but I'll learn, I'll take lessons. I just wanna be near God's ark. Okay, so trying hard. Sumali na siya sa harp team. <laughs> and then again, they needed someone to be on the gate, the south gate. South, north, east, west. Guess who got to be assigned Doing sa ministry of gatekeeper of the south gate? Obed Edom. This guy was everywhere doing one, two, three, four, how many ministries? Ladisha siya Hindi naman siya taga He moved there and naging so active because he had a spirit of doing more than expected. And God was blessing him. Prospering his life and his family and everything he owned. Umangat ang kanyang buhay. The Bible says he had eight sons. That's a blessing. Eight sons. But guess what? Doon sa kanyang eight sons, every single one of them, lahat sila, ay naging godly workers sa full-time service ng Diyos. Lahat, eight of them, all decided to stay and work in the synagogue. Imagine that? And then the Bible says, pati na rin yung grandsons niya, and his, dahil sa attitude ni Obed-Edom, there came yung offspring niya, yung children niya, and yung children ng mga children niya, yung apo niya, they all, the Bible says, 62 people. 62 people from his immediate family, and all of them were serving God. All of them were in different ministries. And let's, let's read that because this is great. This is over in uh, First Chronicles. Chapter. Uh, let's see. Gatekeeper. This is First Chronicles. And chapter 26. At the end of this. Ito ang sabi sa Biblia. First Chronicles 26 verse 4 to 8. God blessed him with eight sons. His son Shemaiah had sons who provided outstanding leadership in the family. Their sons and their relatives were skilled and had the ability to perform the service. And Obed's fam- Obed Edom's family included sixty-two men. Counted sixty-two men. Iba pa yung mga women, and none of them. Decided na hindi nila gusto na mag-serve kay God. How would you like it, mga fathers dito, mga fathers, how would you like it that all of your children serving God? How would you like it that all of your family, their needs are provided for, God is blessing them. How would you like that? Can listen, sinabi ko sa, sa mga kabataan kahapon, the best thing that you can give your children. Like ang mentality kasi natin is we think okay the best thing I can yun lang ang ko sa mga anak ko is education, education, education. Tuturuan ko sila yung values. But listen, the best thing education is nice but the best thing that you can give your children is you be like Obed Edom and do more than expected for the glory of God because his family was blessed and everything he owned was blessed because of his kapit sa presence ni God ay talagang kakapit sa presence ni God your household will be blessed your children will be smart your, your family will be healthy and prosper because kung makapit presence God. There's blessing, there's favor, there's promotion when you do more than expected for God. So that's the best thing you can give your children is that you love God and serve Him with all your heart and soul and mind and strength. And they will follow your example. You don't even have, I think you don't even have eight sons. All eight of them were prospering and successful in serving God. 62. And guess what? 240 years later. Okay, guys, you want to have a legacy? You want your children to carry on your faith? 240 years later, when King Hezekiah, the king of Judah, was looking for people to revive the temple worship. Matagal na hindi. Sa temple. The doors of the temple were even broke. Walang doon. And Hezekiah said, kailangan natin i-revive yung worship sa temple. And so he's, he says, who can help me? Who will join me to revive the temple worship? And there was a guy. Me, I'll help. I'll volunteer. And you know who that guy was? He was the son of the son of the son. Of the, son, of the 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 son, of Obed-Edom. How would you like to know, 240 years from today? Anong year ba Two thousand two hundred, what, two hundred and forty years from today? There is someone of your descendants with their hands raised volunteering, worshiping God. I'll teach. I'll serve. I'll be on the mission team. I'll, I'll serve the church. I'll work. I'll do it. Basta. I want to be near God's presence. How would you like to have that kind of influence, that kind of impact? It's all because of the spirit of doing more than enough. And Jesus said, if someone Matthew chapter five verse forty one, if someone makes you walk with him one mile, siginga gawim mo siyang two, bigyan mo siyang dalawang miles, and Jesus said, if someone sues you or forces you to give up your um, shirt, then give him also your coat. Jesus was just teaching us to just do more than expected. Don't give the minimum. Give the maximum. Among the Pharisees, among a religious people, they always want to give the minimum. Makano ang tithe? 10%. Sige, so, yeah, compute ko. Percentavo. Just the minimum. No more. Hanggang is suck So very reluctant. Basta gawin yung minimum. And Jesus said, you heard that it was said, don't swear, you know, don't, uh, use the name of the Lord. I tell you, let your yes be yes and let your no be no. Let your integrity be more than expected. If you said two o'clock, be there at 155. If you made an agreement to bring rice, bring rice and ulam. You know, if you, you know, tonight we're going, tonight we're going to have a, a, a party in the plaza. We're going to have a banquet and I'm inviting all of you to come. Please, bring your families. The food is free, but bring food also, if you want. The food is free because you're bringing also. No, but we we cook, and there's going to be a banquet, a giant celebration of all the Christian churches in San Fernando. And we will be sitting together at the City Plaza, celebrating. So come, and and before you come, 7 o'clock tonight, be full of the Spirit. Be drunk with the joy of the Lord. And come and celebrate. In fact, our drama team will also have a surprise number there. So we have to support, you know, and palak and cheer and all that for them. Okay. But you know, they, they ask us to, to bring food. They said, just bring enough food for your members and a little bit to share. But I said, How many are you expecting? We're expecting one thousand. I said, Okay. Kalahati, we should bring enough food for at least 500 or more. So, nagpaluto kami you know, for 500. Na. It's just as ng arscaldo and like that. But we will bring more than expected. And the people in our congregation have an attitude of serving, right? Tama po ba? We, this is, SFCC has a servant's culture. Hindi tayo mga mga katulad ng ordinary na paghanda na, pag may food na, takbo sa atin. You no, know, and push the other people and get the best para no, our culture is we let others go first we're courtesy and, and that's doing more than expected and dahil doon we make an impact in the city and people say mabait yung mga yan they say, these people have something, it's like God is with them they have a joy they have a, a prosperity that we cannot explain. And Jesus said that. He said it's not just about adultery, not even lust. It's not just about murder, not even a hatred in your heart. That our standard is we, we want to give more than the minimum. We want to serve God more than is required. Do more than is expected. A culture of excellence a culture of, of just thinking about details, being otherly minded, a culture of speedy service. I remember when I was a, a young teenager, and the they told us in church, you should not um, have premarital sex. And so the Christian man would always say, okay, no sex, but... How far can we go with my girlfriend? You know? How far? Maybe kissing and petting and then go. How far can we go? How far is too far? Because they they would always want to go to the maximum level of immorality basta a little bit short of the rules. And you know when Bambi and I naging kami, That was in 2003. We talked about this thing. About intimacy and relationship. And we said, let's not be normal. Let's be excellent. Let's have a purity with our courtship. That is more than expected. And so we actually agreed not even to kiss until the wedding day. And you know what? For one and a half years, we never even had a kiss until the day of the wedding. In front of my parents as witness, I kissed Bambi for the first time. And that was her first time to ever be kissed 25 years old, never had a boyfriend. Ako ang first na lalaki maliban sa tatay niya na nag-kiss sa kanya. It's just an attitude. It's a spirit of more than expected. I don't know with you, maybe at your work, at your home, sa pakikipagdeal sa asawa mo, sa anak mo, sa boss mo, can you upgrade your work, your job, so that you do more than expected, God will recognize that and bless you for that. And last verse that I want to read to you: This is Matthew chapter twenty-nine. Matthew twenty-nine and verse thirty-nine. See si Jesus, I nasa garden of Gethsemane. At dito siya nagpray na, Father, I don't want to go to the cross. Kumari lang take this suffering away from me but not my will your will be done. And so tinawagan niya yung mga disciples niya and he said you got to pray with me. Pray with me right now. I'm I'm in agony. I'm suffering. Pray with me. And so it says in chapter 26 of Matthew verse 39 going a little farther he fell on his face and to the ground and prayed, My Father, if it's possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, as you will. The Bible said Jesus was praying, and then He went a little farther. He went a little farther second prayer. He prayed a little more. Jesus, when He went to the cross, went farther and above and beyond the call of duty. He saved us, pero hindi lang yun. He forgave us, hindi lang yun. He changed us, hindi lang yun. He healed us. He delivered us. He redeemed us. He blessed us. He gave us His Spirit. Jesus went a little farther. Jesus did more than they expected for you. When you meet Jesus for the first time, Ang pagkaalam mo is ito siguro ang lifeline. Ito siguro ang tagapagligtas na kung saan mapa, ma, mapapatawad ako. Uh, Mahahingi ako ng forgiveness of my sins. I'll get out of hell, I'll go to heaven. Siguro hanggang dun lang, but Jesus went farther for you. He's done more. He removed your sins, but He gave you the righteousness of Christ. He healed you and gave you a new life. And that new life is empowering you to do more than expected. If you need to receive that life today, if you need to receive Jesus, the righteousness of God can be yours. Walang bayad because Jesus already paid. And He will remove your sins and He will put on you, He will put on your account His own perfection, His own righteousness. If you want to receive that, just please join me on this very simple prayer. Say, Jesus, ina ko po na ako'y isang makasalanan. And without you, wala na akong ibang tagapagligtas. Panginoon, kailangan kita. Pumasok ka na sa akin. Buhay. and forgive me of my sins and change my life gawin mo ako isang bagong nilalang, and put your spirit inside of me and thank you sa ginawa mo dun sa cross thank you for doing more going farther thank you for what you did for me that sacrifice that I could be saved I receive your salvation right now this day and I praise you as my Lord and Savior Amen, Amen. and I want to also pray sa lahat na mga workers dito maybe you have your own business self-employed maybe you are working in an office a company Maybe you're between jobs. You're not, you don't work right now, but I want to pray for everyone here that's a worker. And I'm going to ask God to give you the spirit of doing more than expected. Would you lift up your hands to God right now? Panginoon, na you are the God that we serve. Not human boss or employers, but a heavenly employer. Lord, give us the awareness that we work for you. Give us an awareness that we are your children, but we are also servants in your kingdom. Panginoon, that we will not give the minimum, but we will serve the maximum. That we will not do a sloppy work. Sasabihin na, That we will give the best. Excellence, attention to details, and speedy service. And Lord, I pray that people in the community, customers, co-workers... Clients and bosses will even recognize that you are with us. That you will bless those companies, those businesses, those customers because of your covenant with us, and that we will give it all in your service. I pray right now for every employee here, small businessman, businesswoman. I pray that you prospered that business, you prospered that job, you will give increase in their skills their knowledge, their experience. I pray for more customers, more profits, more um, businesses, less overhead, less losses, less um, pilferaging, less waste, increased efficiency, management skills. Lord, in Jesus' name, prosper your people like you did to Jacob and Joseph and and, uh, Obed-Edom. Thank you, Lord, that the Christians in this city, will flourish because of You. And we will glorify You because of that. Thank You, Father. I pray right now also, sa lahat na mga unemployed, if you need a job, would you put up your hand? If you need a job, you're looking for a job, would you raise your hand? Father, I pray that You give those people that need a job right now, na, the, the, the workers' ethic, a work ethic, that they will search They will have connections, favor. They will find a good job. A job that they can perform your life mission for them in that job, at that place. I pray, Lord, for a good salary, a sideline even, small business, buy and sell, anything, a service that can be rendered, anything, Lord, that can cause us to be like you, a good worker. So I pray that everyone in this congregation will have and do a good job. In Jesus' name, amen.